This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. Happy New Year, everybody. And I am stoked to be starting this new year with you and uh, starting with this sermon series, Loose Cannon, The Power of the Tongue. We're going to be talking about the power of your words and just how powerful they are. And, and also in light of this being a new year, you know, we want to start the new year off right. And one of those is just evaluating, taking stock of our lives and, and taking stock of how we're talking, what, what's coming out of our mouth, our words. Uh, we want to make sure we're wise, that we kind of chart, uh, chart out the, the year in the beginning of the year um, with God's wisdom. And so we talk about the power of words. And so um, I, I hope you're excited as much as I am. And we're going to jump right into this today. And so uh, stoked to be here. Um, I hope you enjoyed our worship and everything going on. Um, and my uh, wife just kind of was announcing some things. We're going to be starting uh, a prayer and fasting next Sunday. We're going to be fasting and praying as a church community for 14 days. Um, and so I hope you will be a part of that. Um, just starting the year off with prayer and fasting. Our whole focus this month is prayer. Uh, literally, we're going to have opportunities to pray uh, multiple times a week. There will be opportunities to just pray together. Um, and so uh, we're looking forward to it. So uh, we're literally, as in a sense, devoting January in pretty much entirely to prayer. Uh, we, we actually don't even start our groups. We, we used to start our groups in January, but now we, we start groups in February because we want to devote January to just praying. And so uh, that's kind of uh, the whole heart and start of 2023 for us is to pray. All right. And so somebody say pray first. So here we go. Let me pray and then we'll get into the word. So I uh, hope you're excited about what's going on here at Hopeland and I hope you can be a part of it. So Father, we just thank you for your word today. Pray you speak to us. Pray God that this is just a, a great start to, to studying this out of your word and, and getting something out of it that we can that we can actually apply uh, today as a result of what we hear. In Jesus' name I pray, and everybody said amen. Here's our theme scripture uh, for this series and this month. It's Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Very familiar uh, verse, uh, especially with respect to what we're gonna talk about. But here it is, Proverbs 18, 21. Uh, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, all right? And those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay, and so uh, there you go. Kind of says a lot there, and we're going to look through. There are a lot of verses, a lot of context uh, about words, our mouth, our language, what we're saying. There, there's there's examples in the scripture of the what ought to be coming out of our mouth, how we ought to be speaking, and then there are examples of how we shouldn't. So uh, we got all month, but that's really kind of the crux of this is knowing the power of words, the power of our words and and um, and speaking uh, life, right? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we learn about speaking life and not death, okay? And those that love it will eat its fruit. What does that mean? That what we're speaking 
uh, is producing something, you know? And so here we go. Let's jump right in, okay? And so I'm just going to kind of give some context to the message today, okay? Or, or just kind of explain what we're going to talk about, what we're not, okay? And some, kind of some misconceptions and some unscriptural things that I've even heard taught at times and just maybe some of the extremes of what I'm about to talk about. Can, we can venture off into areas that are just unscriptural. And, and some things we see in the world that are very worldly, they're not of God, but, 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 some, but at times you'll see pieces of this truth concerning the power of words, even in the world, in a, in a humanistic way, as opposed to a theological way. Okay, so we're gonna kind of just look at that. I'm gonna kind of review and kind of talk about that quickly. And then we're gonna dive into just some, a few points and some verses here today. But, but you know, hence the, the, the title of this sermon series, Loose Cannon. So I just wanted to give you an idea as to where we got that from or kind of why we came up with that. But I'm just gonna give you the definition. This actually has a literal definition, loose cannon. I'm, heard, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the phrase. And so, um, so this is a phrase, loose cannon. You might've seen, you might've heard it said, um, or it may have said it that, oh, that person is like a loose cannon, right? And so this is where it comes from. Uh, I'm going to read from my notes, but loose cannon is, is a metaphor uh, that dates back to the time when wooden, wooden ships used, uh, they used, they used to carry cannons, okay? And so, which were tied down to prevent them from shifting around as the ship, ship moved on the sea, okay? So these cannons were big and heavy and one coming loose would be very dangerous, mostly due to smashing into people and things as opposed to exploding or as, as, as opposed to actually um, being in place so they can hit their target, okay? And so it also means, metaphorically, an unpredictable or uncontrolled person, okay, who is likely to cause unintentional damage, okay? A loose cannon, all right, that... Uh, Unpredictable, uncontrolled. That's the weight of those cannons. If they weren't tied down, they would be unpredictable and uncontrollable and they would bring destruction. So in talking about the tongue, our mouth, our words, I'm sure we all at one time or another have gotten into a little trouble or have caused somewhat of damage or destruction to ourselves or others or maybe damage done to us from or through others through our words or through words, okay? So hence, loose cannon, the power of our tongue, all right? Okay, and so let me read, read a little bit more of the definition just so you can get an idea of what this, where, why we got, where we got this from. So a loose cannon is defined as a dangerously uncontrollable person or thing. It is a phrase that comes up often during election cycles as candidates try to paint each other as rash, and impulsive decision makers. Okay, so so kind of that's used in our political world. It, it's a very popular term, like that person, that my my opponent is a loose cannon, right? So they blame them for that. So so that's the idea here. Okay, I know it's somewhat, or it is a, a negative term. Okay, nobody wants to be a loose cannon, and so um, I think it just describes if we don't use wisdom, right? if we don't apply ourselves to God's word, if we don't allow God to do his work in us, that we all have a potential in our humanity based on what we've been through in life or maybe how we've kind of, how we've seen others do this and almost model for us 
that in, in, in an unhealthy way, right? And so loose cannon, uh, nobody wants to be a loose cannon and nobody wants to be the victim of somebody else being a loose cannon. And so uh, that's why we're gonna devote this month to um, learning um, how to control the tongue, all right? Somebody say amen. And how to speak life as opposed to death, okay? And so here are some misconceptions. I'm just gonna give a few here. And then we're gonna really get into the meat of the message. I just, in opening this sermon series, I really wanted to kind of, and we might touch on some of this as we go through the series, but I really wanna start off with a good introduction. All right, so so there's an, um, um, an unscriptural teaching about this, or I, or I would venture to say that I, I believe in speaking of the power of the tongue and the power of words, even in the church, there's been extremes and it's spoken in such a way that that can venture off into things that are unscriptural. It's just not of God. It's not biblical. It, it, it doesn't honor God. It's just more of um, an extreme of this, um, you know? And so I want to just kind of talk about that for a sec here, that we must learn about the power of words and not negate it because there are extremes out there, even in the church, or or unscriptural things, or things that just aren't about Jesus, okay? It's just more about self-empowerment, or, um, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, or like, um, you know, self-realization, okay? And so the, the, we venture into things that are, uh, that are not scriptural, that is very, it's really humanistic, is really the worship of self and all that. Okay, and so you could you'll you'll this this kind of thing concerning words you can see a lot of different places in the world. But that doesn't mean that scriptural, nor does it mean that it glorifies God, nor does it mean that it is eternally true. Okay, and so um, so yes, words are powerful, but it is not just words that frame our life. Okay, it's not just like. Oh, say all the right words and you're, you will be a success. Like that is not what the scriptures say when speaking of a truly successful life and walking with God. So words are a part of, a very serious part of our life, okay? Like words are very, it's a very serious thing. Okay, we're gonna look at it scripturally, but it's not like I can just say all the right things and, and pronounce all the right things and, and then yet not have a lifestyle that backs it up. It's, it's just, it, it, that is not scriptural, okay? Because, you know, scripturally speaking, you know, we, 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 we lay down our lives before God. We, we give our life, we surrender all. We, we, we lay it all at his feet. And we're like, here I am, Lord, send me. And, and then that, that's really the beginning is, is, is faith in Christ is the beginning of our spiritual journey. So yeah, faith in Christ is the beginning of our spiritual journey. Okay, I surrender all, you know, as the prophet said, and I just said this before, but I'll, I'll say it again, is, you know, here am I, send, uh, send me. Like, here am I, Lord. Um, you know, th this isn't about, oh, oh, I read the Bible and I just got to say all these things and all these things will happen because I said it. it. It is possible to say all the right words and our hearts not be right with God. Okay, so this isn't just like say all the right words and everything will work out. Say all the right words and you're going to marry the right person. Say all the right words and, you know, you're going to be blessed. 
Okay, and, and to, 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 to then not talk about surrender and our hearts uh, uh, being in the right place and uh, actually having to actually work. Like, so it's not just words, it's, it's like work. Like, like, and I don't mean works as in pleasing God, I just mean work, right? Like you gotta, you gotta do something. Somebody say amen. Faith without works is dead, okay? So, it, you know, and we, we're, gonna, we're gonna see this all, we're gonna look at this all month, okay? So I just wanna, these are misconceptions. This is the, I'm not speaking about this humanistic, like humans have the innate, an inerrant power within them and what you say will come to pass and the the all these different laws people come up in the world the law of attraction and 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 and, um, and they might have a piece of the, a principle in the scripture but anything we practice or do um, outside of Christ um, we're missing it right there okay and show that I am not talking about self-realization. I'm not talking about self-fulfilling prophecy. And I'm not talking about just this, the mechanics of words. Okay, so really, this sermon series, um, Loose Cannon, The Power of Our Tongue, is really about um, the where our heart is at. It's really about uh, getting our hearts right before God. Okay. And so, so it's, 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 it's our mouth and our heart. Okay. And we're going to look at a bunch of verses all month concerning this, because I believe this is more about Lord search my heart. Because as we get into this and the, the, I, I've kind of tried to plan out the whole month as best I can, but then within the next few weeks, we're going to really learn about how much our words are connected to the condition of our soul. Okay, so I'm not just talking about the mechanics of rehearsing something, okay? I'm speaking of God's word in our heart and that word coming out of our mouth, okay? So um, once again, just to reiterate the misconceptions of what this is and that what th this is not, is we are not manipulating God's will with our words, nor are we manipulating our life with our words, okay? Uh, nor do we have an inerrant human power outside of God that we're somehow mustering up, okay? That is humanistic, okay? That's humanism. This, we are not the focal point of this message. Jesus is. And so when Christ is the foundation, we then must evaluate and say, God, search my heart. And, and in doing that, we are then applying wisdom to our words, the wisdom of God, all right? Hallelujah. And so this teaching, let me say this, this teaching this month is about the scriptural premise concerning how our words are connected to our heart, okay? And, and this is gonna be a study on the power of God's word and how it impacts our life, all right? So we're almost gonna get to a point here and a verse, but let me say this. We choose Christ and submit to his will, okay? Primero, like that's number one, amen? And, 
And there, when that is done, we're on our journey with God. Okay, here we go. We're getting somewhere now. On your journey with God, there will come moments where it will be required of you to speak what God has said. All right, can I get an amen? There are going to be moments where we must confess and profess God's word over and in a situation. There's going to be moments where that, that is going to be what God prescribes. You need to speak the word. Can I get an amen, somebody? You got to say what God has said. All right, somebody say the power of words. Okay, so we must, and so what is this about? So I'm kind of going a little bit deeper here, and then I'm going I'm to give you a point here. So, so we must, and this is what we're doing, we're aligning our, ourselves with God's plan. Okay, this is what this message is about. That's why it's so important. Here we are in the beginning of 2023. We must align ourselves with God's plan, God's will, God's word, God's way. Okay, align ourselves, our, our beings. Spirit, soul, body, relationships, finances, plans, education, all of what your life is and who you are, right? Align with God's plan, all right? And one way that we do that is to align our words, right? Our tongue to God's plan, God's word, God's way, all right? Hallelujah. And, and, and this is a step of faith. This is an act of faith. Okay. There are moments where you're going to be like, you know, thank you, Lord, that I am in your hands. Cause you're going to feel and experience in a moment that this does not feel as though I am, but I am. So I must align my words in faith with what God has said in his word, all right? So, so once again, we, we, we must align our tongue, our words with God's will, even when the circumstance is contrary to what God has said. So here is my first point, all right, as we start out this series, and it's this, we need God's word in our heart. I know it's simple, but that is where this begins. Must be in our heart. How do we get it in our heart? We meditate on it. How do we get it in our heart? We listen to it. How do we get it in our heart? We read it. How do we get it in our heart? We, we, we memorize it. How do we get it in our heart? We, when we hear it and we know it's for us, we follow through. Come on, we act on it. And so we need, this is the point, we need God's word in our heart. We need it in our heart. We need it, why? Because if it ain't in our heart, it's not going to come out of our mouth. Can I get an amen, somebody? You got people all up in church, but the word ain't in their heart. And that's why that word is never coming out of their mouth. Why? It's not in their heart. Come on now. The, the, you know, come on now. I don't have time to preach on this, but the, the, the different types of soil of the heart, it's like only one type bears fruit and that's good soil. The, the rest, the word gets, um, doesn't get planted doesn't take root, thrown to the wayside, choked out by thorns and thistles. Come on now, but the good soil, the good heart, good soil, the seed produces some 30, 60, 100 fold. Come on now. All right, so we need, we need God's word. And I'm telling you, 2023, 
What do you need? What do you need for this year? You need God's word in your heart, okay? You need it in your heart. So here we go. John chapter six, verse 63. One of my, I love this verse. I was gonna say one of my favorite verses, but I say that all the time. But I really love this verse. John chapter six, verse 63. Um, here it is. This, is. this is Jesus talking. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words, everybody say words. Say it again, say words. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. So Jesus had spiritual life in his words. His spirit, it was, it was not natural. It's not, it was not natural matter. It was spiritual life, okay? They were rich, the words of Jesus. And I'm speaking of in the context of this verse as he walked the earth, okay? His words were spirit and life. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead quickens and gives life to our mortal body. We, by because of the word of God, because of the Holy Spirit within us, we can speak words that are spirit and they are life. Okay, by the spirit of God, we can speak words that impart spiritual life to others and ourselves. All right, come on now. Somebody say it with me. Say, speak life. All right, here's another verse. Let me read this one quickly. Proverbs 15, verse four. Somebody say this with me. Say, my words have power. Proverbs chapter 15, verse four. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perseverant, sorry, but per perverseness in it breaks the spirit. I'm gonna read it again. Proverbs 15, four. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. So right here in Proverbs chapter 15, verse four, uh, wholesome tongue. So wholesome tongue uh, is, is a tree of life. So, so our words can speak life. It can be a tree, it produces life. It's life giving, all right, life giving. But perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Think about the power of words right here again. Proverbs 15, four, the power of words. That one type of uh, tongue ho is wholesome, says wholesome. It's like a tree of life, produces life. I'm telling you, um, we, we, gotta, we gotta be people that speak life over, you gotta speak life over your spouse. Speak words of life, life-giving, encouraging words. Words that speak to their, 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 their success, their future, the blessing of God on them, the grace of God on them, who God has called them to be. We gotta speak encouraging words over our loved ones. Over, I mean, because it, 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 it's powerful. And then, and then it says here, like word, literal words can break the spirit, all right? That, that there is a force in words that can break somebody's spirit. I mean, I'm sure we could go on and on if we were to share today, if we were able to share and kind of dialogue a little bit. So we go on and on about how when somebody spoke life over you, how it just charged you in the spirit, it encouraged you, it, it strengthened you. Their words were just powerful. And many times it could have just been the moment, like that God orchestrated this moment and just 
boom, and just, you know, just brought liberty and freedom and life. Why? Because those words are powerful. And I'm sure we all have examples of people speaking words of death and, and things that just, saying things that just broke us in our spirit and, 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 and just tore us down, discouraged us, confused us. Words. Come on now. Words are powerful. Okay? Words are powerful. All right? So let's go, let's go to some more verses here. Psalm 37, verse 30. Psalm chapter 37, verse 30. Here we go. There, there are way too many examples in the scriptures just concerning words, the power of words, our tongue, and what and, and the kind of um, results, either life or death, that words produce. Okay? So Psalm 37, verse 30. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. Okay? Mouth, our mouth. We're, we can actually speak and, and, and give people wisdom, okay? I was just speaking to somebody today, another pastor friend of mine that just needed some wisdom and they'll call me and I just was able to just maybe just give them a perspective and some insight. And I was speaking life over them. I was encouraging them in their walk and where they are, the season they're in, okay? And people have done that time and time again, time and time again for me that, that, that just... Their words like gave me wisdom. There's times I speak to um, a really close pastor friend of mine, a mentor of mine, Pastor Johnny Thompson, and just um, over the phone, you just say a couple things, man, it's just wisdom. Maybe how to do something. What does he do? It says here, the mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, okay? And his tongue talks of justice, okay? Wisdom and justice, right? can be in our words, on our tongue, and in our mouth. All right, let's move on here. I'm going to share a few more verses here. But Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9. Here it is. But what does it say? Uh, the word is near you. Speaking of the word of God, in your mouth. Everybody say your mouth. And in your heart. Say your heart. Say in my mouth and in my heart. All right, say it again. Say, in my mouth and in my heart. Say it again. Say, I need God's word in my mouth and in my heart. It says the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Speaking of the gospel, speaking of the word of God, the message they were preaching. Paul wrote Romans. You'll see in Acts what he was preaching okay he was preaching the word of faith that is the word of faith which we preach okay hallelujah verse 9 and here it is that if you confess with your mouth somebody say your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved. Somebody say heart and mouth. Say it with me. Say my mouth and my heart. So God's word needs to be in two places. Okay? Two. Needs to. God's word needs to be in two places. Okay? And, and, and that is my next point. I'm going to say it again. God's word needs to be in two places, 
Okay, what are those two places? It is in your heart and it is in your mouth. Come on, somebody. It is not enough for the word just to be in your heart. Okay, and I really believe with all my heart that once it gets in my heart, it's gonna find its way through my mouth. And that is why it is so important to get God's word in your heart. Why? Because we need it. There's a connection. There's a spiritual connection here. And, and this is speaking of salvation. This is speaking of the, 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 the initial moment of salvation that I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. I shall be saved. That's what it says right here. There's a connection with our mouth and our heart. All right, hallelujah. And guess where the seed gets planted first? Where the, you know what? The Bible doesn't say that the seed of the word is planted in your mouth because if it's just in your mouth, it's not deep enough. Somebody needs to say amen. What does that tell us? That it's possible to be saying all the right things and it not be in our heart. Come on, somebody. All right. Jesus said to the Pharisees, okay, you honor me with your mouths, but your hearts are far from me. So it's possible to be saying all the right things and, and not be right with God. It is possible to be saying the scripture and it not be, it must be in the heart. It must be in the heart. Why? Because that's that's where God plants it. That's that's the starting point. All right. And so here it is. Here it is. Just to provide the foundation of as we're as we're going to go through this this month. Here's another point. This just continues to provide this the foundation. Here is God's word is our source. Okay, that's the source of what we're talking about. God's word, the Scripture, is our source, not just words. Okay, and that word, as we said earlier, must. Get in our heart, okay? Here we go, Matthew chapter four. Let's read this quickly. Matthew four, verse three to four. All right, here we go. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. All right, so Jesus is in the wilderness, tempted for 40 days, 40 nights. All right, verse four, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Words are powerful. The power of the tongue is, is so powerful that the scripture says that we literally live and, and draw strength and vitality and, and, and spiritual um, stamina. Our, our, our source is God's word, right? And it says here that we literally do not live by bread alone. We don't live by natural food alone, but we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We literally live off of God's holy word that is proceeding from his mouth. Words, once again, words are so powerful that we literally are living off of what's proceeding from God's mouth, okay? He is sustaining us by his word, okay? God's word is our source, all right? It's our source. Um, 
There have been times in my journey with God. Let me share this. And I'm, I'm, I just got one more verse here. But um, there, there have been so many times in my journey with God that I can, I can pinpoint in my journey with God times where somebody spoke the word of God over my life. Okay, and it literally was connected to my next season and where God was taking me. I remember this prophet came into this small church in downtown San Jose and spoke over my life, prophetic word. My pastor um, spoke word over my life concerning what I was called to do in the skateboard industry. All right, and then I transitioned in the next season. I, you know, I went to Bible college for two years. In that Bible college, I went to these, uh, we called it prayer school. It was like an optional class, if you will, but it's literally just a intercessory prayer gathering. And I'd go, and time and time again, those that were leading that were, were just speaking, proceeding from, you know, we, we can speak God's word, okay? And so they, those leaders were just speaking over my life, speaking, confirming, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, words, somebody say word, prophetic words, somebody say word, the power of words. And, and man, I'm just receiving that word, hallelujah. Uh, going to the next season, I, I graduate from Bible college. I go to a church plant down in Oceanside. Um, and there were times that I specifically remember where I was, where I was standing, and, and my pastor speaking the word over my life. Speaking the word. That's what God was going to lead me to do, what God has called me to do. Boom. Word. Somebody say word. All right? And, and, and time and time again, I, throughout my journey, I have been impacted by others speaking the word, all right? Encouraging me in what I was called to do, okay? And, and there are times where my wife and I, we won't just speak life over one another, praying over one another, all right? And encouraging one another. I'm telling you this week, speak life over somebody, all right? Tell them what you feel, God is doing in their life. I mean, tell them, just like encourage them. Ask God, God, give me a word for this person. I'm serious. A word in season is like um, apples of gold and setting of silver. Like it's a word in season. Come on, ask God. God, give me a word for somebody. I'm telling you, you speaking the word over somebody, is it's life-changing. It is life. It is wisdom as we just read. It is, Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. All right. So, so once again, God's word is our source. We need to speak life. So it's, it's what gives us life. Hallelujah. All right, here we go. And also speak the word over yourself. Speak the word over yourself. All right. Somebody say amen. All right. Don't speak self-deprecating things. Don't speak destructive things about yourself. It's not of God. Stop it. Somebody say amen. Speak life over yourself. Hallelujah. Here we go. Hebrews chapter 3, uh, verse 3. This is my last verse. Hebrews 3, 3. Here it is. This is the power of words, okay? Um, it says it all right here. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, fashioned, framed, created. What in the beginning, God said. Somebody say he said. 
Somebody say the power of words. In the beginning, God said. So here, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. It goes back to words. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit. They are not seen. And they were, the words Jesus spoke were spiritual. Okay? And they have spiritual impact. They carry a spiritual force. Okay, Jesus said this. The words that I speak are spirit. They're not natural or carnal or fleshly. But they are spiritual. There is this deposit, spiritual deposit through his words. All right? With one word, he cast out devils. With words, he calmed the storm. Somebody say the power of words. And it says here that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Creation itself, everything you see in this natural world, the God's creation was spoken into existence. That's why it says, so the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. So the things which are seen were made by words, not visible spirit. Hallelujah. All right, so here it is. I'm going to end it with a question, okay? When it comes to words and what you're saying, what you're rehearsing, here it is. Here's the question. What is framing your world? Okay. Now, um, this is where I want you to take that into your prayer closet. Um, What are you saying? Are Are you speaking God's word or are you speaking doubt, unbelief, depression, anxiety, fear, confusion? So, What are you saying? What are you saying? What is framing your world, right? Herein lies the challenge. So I challenge you to get, continue. I'm gonna say continue. Continue to allow God's word to be sown into your heart and speak it. This is the word of faith which we preach. It is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. I'm telling you this year, start out this year speaking God's word. And if you need to just start with the literal scripture, speak God's written word. What is a word he gave you? What is a word that you have a revelation of a scripture? Speak that word. I don't, whatever, just declare it. Speak God's word. Frame your world with the word of God, not with the voice of the enemy. Can I get an amen, somebody? Hallelujah. Let me pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word in our mouth and in our heart. I pray you stir your word in us, God, that even as it's been planted into our heart, I pray that we would be good stewards of that seed and we would allow it to grow, to bear fruit, and we would submit to your word to such a degree that it would be planted in the good soil of our heart and we would speak it forth over our life. So Father, right now I speak 
that you are doing a new thing in us this year. Lord, I speak that, God, you are going before us and that you are our rear guard. I speak that, God, you have placed a hedge about us, God, that you've placed a hedge before us and behind us. You have laid your hand upon us. I speak your word, God, that we will speak words that are spirit and that are life. I speak your word, God, that we have been given the victory. So I thank you, Lord, that your word says that victory has been given to us. So we thank you that 2023 is a year of victory because of what you said. I thank you, Lord. 2023 is a year of triumph. It is a year that we are more than conquerors. It is a year, God, that we have not been given the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, we speak your word. Lord, we speak, we frame, Lord, our lives according to what you have said. I declare to God that we are sons and daughters of God and we are the righteousness of God in Christ. I declare that this is the day and the year that you have made, God, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed the message. And my prayer is that you will change your world as a result. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Peace.